Welcome to Alphabet Flight, an encyclopedic Marvel journey where I go through the official handbook of the Marvel Universe with guests. We talk about all the characters we know and love and have forgotten as well. My name is Jesse Cooper, and with me today is Moxie. Thanks for having me on. I'm Moxie from Your Brain on Facts. Uh, you have the, uh, the wonderful slot of being the last episode of the living characters i'll be talking about in this volume of my podcast i've often been told i have a wonderful slot so yeah <laughs> so so yeah but you're you but you were the last person we're going to be talking about living characters well i feel honored and the uh, you should be mostly because we also are going to end this episode on one of the characters who i flippin love so much um so yeah let's get to it so let's get through all the boring ones first so count tagar eh what do you think it is i don't i don't know i don't know somewhere between a chocolatey cereal and one of the lesser targaryens well it's a it's a tiger man oh god are we doing cat people again (laughs) Are we doing most cat of people? Are cat people. Oh, like cat well, people should be. We're- cat people should be exciting. Cat people should be the highlight of my day. These are the laziest cat people characters ever. Oh, if if you want to hear some really weird stuff about the cat people in Marvel Universe, which is not these people, it's like a extra dimensional like space where all the people are like cat people. Um, listen to my tiger episode. It's still one of my favorites. So, oh my god, it's so good. But uh but yeah, cat people. R- real good. I love them. Uh-huh. So so yeah. Um so it's He has a little bit more going to him. Um He first showed up Thor one thirty three. Uh, in October 1966, behold the living planet, and um, this is a I think one of the issues where I think this might have been when Ego first showed up. No, that was the one before. So, um, did you watch Guardians of the Galaxy two? I have not. Okay, I know, I'm so tragically Ego, living planet. Who I? Well, you don't have to be uh, uh, to know, but um, also my 100th episode was Ego, the Living Planet. But Ego, the Living Planet is a planet that after the Big Bang was like, was basically like a consciousness that was created out of the Big Bang. And it just like gathered a bunch of dust and stuff around and became a planet that has like psionic powers. Yeah, that scans. I mean, yeah. you know, because science. I mean, yeah, of course. But if you watch, uh, if you watch uh, Guardians of the Galaxy two, Ego, the Living Planet, uh, is uh, Star Lord's horny planet dad. Where he oh, basically Kurt just Russell? goes planet to planet. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Now you, I'm interested. You don't see him as a planet. Yeah, you don't see him as a planet too much, but he is a horny planet dad, and I do love him. He's pretty good. But but yeah, uh, but ego is uh, my favorite uh, sentient planet. 
Well, I don't know. I like Mogo from DC. It's the uh, Green Lantern that's a uh, a planet. Is he effective? It's just an entire planet. I mean, does uh, does he get yeah. out and do stuff? Well, he's kind of like a... Uh, Mogo is basically like the, the therapy planet for like all the... Like, like it's where all the Green Lanterns go and they're just like, man, I saw some shit today. <laughs> he's Cheers. Yeah. Yeah. He's Cheers for the Green Lantern Corps. Also, yeah, pretty much. But uh, but yeah, he has a little bit more going to him, though. Uh, Count uh, Tagar. Um, he fought Thor. Uh, quite a bit. He also shows up. He also shows up in a lot more issues, and by a lot more issues, he shows up in probably like thirteen issues instead of two. Yeah, it's a lot more than Ocelot. Next person we're talking about is Sor Sir Porga. Please don't let this you be a pig. Please don't let this be a pig. Please don't let this be a pig. It's a pig. That's man. a pig man. Now, is it? I mean, it to be. F- to be fair, he just looks like a larger man. So just a husky boy. He's just a husky boy. Now, is it like domestic That's- pig or like boar? I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say domestic because he's pink. <laughs> Couldn't even let him be like a badass wild boar with tusks and stuff. Nope. 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 But yeah, that's pretty much it for that's pretty much it for Porka. He's, n- he's he, religion, not Jewish. Pretty much anything but Jewish. <laughs> he's not kosher. Well, well, that that brings up an interesting question. So, let's say we do get to a point where edibles are sentient enough that they could be religious. Could could a pig be Jewish? Because it's not technically kosher to eat. But is it existence non-kosher? I will have to put that in the Facebook group uh, for the Unorthodox podcast, which is a really great um, – it sounds really dry to say Jewish issue podcast, and that's damning with faint praise. Uh, that's not my expression at all. But uh, yeah, check out the Unorthodox podcast if you are Jewish or lapsed Jew or you've just been curious about it. It's a really great show all the way around. But I'll pose that ridiculous question because the last thing i posted in that group was a picture i found of uh dr ruth dressed as a naughty nurse uh in a club with billy idol so this will this will be a step up the pig question okay okay yeah please get back to me because i would like to know like there's also a really cute movie uh cartoon movie that had been on netflix you might have to check the bay of pirates for it called the rabbi's cat and there's a discussion between the cat and the rabbi as to whether or not the cat is Jewish just because his family is Jewish. Well, doesn't it go down matri- uh, matrilineal? Well, the cat the cat Wait. countered with the fact that he hasn't been circumcised. Oh. I mean, yes. It's it's a really if you can if you can find the rabbi's cat, it's also based on a graphic novel. Uh high 10 out of 10 recommend. Okay, I'll have to look that up. Okay, so, um, so yeah, the next person we're talking about is Man Beast. Again, a uh, third tier He Man character. This could go, is it, does he look like Man Bear Pig? 
No, it looks like a yeah. looks like a a wolf dude. Oh, like like not like a furry, not like a furry, like beast but mo- like beast mode. Like a bu- yeah, right. yeah. Like imagine, yeah, imagine like the middle part of uh, Altered Beast, because it turns into like you know werewolf and then something else. Imagine like the werewolf of that. Done. Um. So. Apparently, he was supposed to f- uh, fight uh, Space Jesus, which was uh, Madame Warlock. And also, apparently, he bought, uh, fought someone called the Bi-Beast, uh, which is not a bisexual beast. It's more bi-erasure. Yeah, but the Bi-Beast is not a... Uh, it's, it's like a... Um, It has like two faces, like like imagine oh. like Zephod uh, Beetlebrox, but without like the um, like the covering of the second face. So like so, like, like Zephod or yeah. like the Greek god Janus. Zephod. So like 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 Zephod. It's stacked. Whole separate. It's stacked. Whole separate thing. Okay. Yeah, it's not Janus. Um, I, I like I like the breadth of the frame of reference. That's being used for for this podcast, <laughs> Every, from Greek mythology to Douglas Adams, and how no explanation or context was given or needed for Zephod Beeblebrox. No, nah, yeah, I do. Like, I know people hate on the, I know people hate on the the movie, but like Sam Rockwell was a really good. Everything Zephod. was fine except for what's her name. Uh, Trillion. Yeah. Um, see, I haven't watched it lately. Like, like uh, Zoe Deschanel yeah, was like a big crush of mine for a long time. So, like, I was like, I was willing to, like, push that aside. But like every like, but that movie was like pretty fun, and I feel like people were like hating on no, it. No, I thought it really had the the spirit of the books. It it kind of you know drew in from a couple of of the books and filled in with some other stuff but no i i thought it definitely had a douglas adams spirit and of course that fabulous opening number so long and thanks for all the fish which i wanted to do uh, as a burlesque so, routine but it's too short <laughs> oh yeah it is would be very short actually but uh so the last person we're going to talk about and this is the love of my life I love I, I love this character so much. It's Bova. Bova. Do you do you what do you I think? I am is? picturing the cow nursemaid that did like raised Magneto's children or something. There's a Magneto con- Yes, it's that it one. It's the same character? It's that one. It's the same <gasps> character. I win. Now I love Bova so much. Like Everything about her is just pure concentrated comic bullshit. Um, first off, she is a she is a nursemaid that is a goddamn cow. Yeah, but think of the the, the milk possibilities if you're going to have a wet nurse. You know, gallons at a time. Yeah, and she's just like a, one of the things that I I still need to get. I still need to get this. But um, I want to 
have I want to get like a commissioned uh like art piece where it's basically just like a pinup style <sighs> of her, but it says like Wonder Gorgeous hey, man, underneath. I'm of not it. here to kink shame. Wanna- it's not. It, I swear, it's not like a, a sexual thing because, like, this would be one of the few things that isn't with me. But like, I just like the idea of just bova, just the wonder gorgeous thing on it. I just love that pun. That makes no sense to anyone. It it me. does have a rather limited audience. It does, but it 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 hits hits my heart in the best way. So, um, but yeah, I love bova a lot. Bova's pretty good. Out of all the ones we talked about, which one do you think is your favorite? Oh, Bova, because I actually recognized her, <laughs> and then that made, you know that made me think about about reading the the comic where I saw her, which was the only time I'd encountered that character. Because uh, I'm not like a super dedicated comic reader; I'm a re- comic rediscoverer. You know, like I'll I'll rediscover comic books and be totally into them for a short period of time, and then put them down and then some years later rediscover them again and get totally into them for another short period of time. Um, so just the mention of her and the fact that it was that same character brings back that feeling of being, of rediscovering comic books. Yeah. I, I am, I go through phases where like, I'm not like super into them, but then I am, uh, right now I'm going through where like, I'm not super into it. Except for because I've been like reading too much uh comic books. It's it's really just a first world issue where I have access to too many comic books. <laughs> so but but yeah. But I think we're pretty much done. But yeah, Bova is is near and dear to my heart. So I do love me some Bova. I'm gathering so, that. So um what Yeah. But what uh so so yeah, let's get uh into Let's get into plugs. Well, if you like random bits of trivia, interesting facts, and things you never knew you never knew, check out Your Brain on Facts, available on all podcast platforms or at yourbrainonfacts.com. Okay. Well, my name is Jesse. Uh, I do another podcast called Alphabet Flight. Sorry, not this, is this one. <laughs> uh, I do another podcast called... Um, Words. What well, are words? You, well, you have your limited theories podcast with your friend Rob, which yes. runs down uh, shorter series of Marvel comics, as well as your creepy critters cryptid podcast, which you were generous enough to allow me on. Yes, yes, that is that is definitely one of the things that I do. Thank you for allowing me to remember that because I can't. I'm so done with today. Um, So, yeah, that's pretty much it. So, thank you so much for listening, and this has been Alphabet Flight. Uh, Please listen to Prince Namor, and don't toot that horn. Bye! Bye.